Okay, this is me, Todd. Okay, I'm going to be doing a solo podcast, just me talking into the microphone. Um, I haven't done one of these since April of 2015, so it's been a little over two years. Um, I haven't done one of these because it's really weird to do them. I feel really awkward doing it. It's just such a weird experience to just talk to yourself in a room. So it's, what time is it? 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. The children and the women have gone to sleep, and I am down in the basement talking to myself. (laughs) I... I'm trying to get myself into a a good mental state to do a good um, podcast. So I've done a little HIIT workout, a 20-minute cardiovascular um, um, combination of burpees and jumping jacks and body squats, uh, getting the endorphins up. Uh, I took a ice-cold shower afterwards, so I'm feeling really good. Although, um, feeling pretty awkward, but I'm feeling good physically. Um, I'm holding a plastic gun. I thought that if I was like holding a gun, that I would be really confident in what I was saying. And so far it's not working. Um, and I'm thinking about putting the gun down. Actually, it feels pretty good. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hold it. See, it makes that little sound uh, when I pull the trigger. Um, n- yeah, normally when I when I used to do these solo podcasts, I would I would use some alcohol to take the edge off. Um, I would have an array of beverages, usually like a, a a few tall cans of beer and like a big cup of coffee and water. So I'd have like all these fluids around me. So tonight I just have classic water which I'll try to drink at a low volume keep my throat noises to a minimum so that doesn't irritate you too much what I'm going for is a a high quality audio production here I I apologize if you hear the fan there's like a an air conditioner running downstairs that I'm kind of uh, conscious of Hopefully that doesn't bother you too much. And hopefully this is an enjoyable listen for you. Um, This is the Mushroom Blading, How to Be Unpopular Podcast. All these titles seem quite silly. Um, This is basically a podcast that I have been, me and Joey have been doing, I don't know, for five or six years or something. Um, I always think about starting a new podcast uh, actually, no, no, no. I don't think about starting a new podcast. I think about like what I would do differently um, if I was starting this over. I would love to... I hate doing Skype podcasts. It's really hard to connect with a person over Skype. I would much prefer to have in-person conversations with people. It would be super cool 
to have like a really good setup with um, video cameras and like multiple microphones and a, and a studio where there wasn't a like a loud annoying fan going you know it's somewhere we could have guests if I lived like somewhere where a lot of rollerbladers lived like if I lived in New York or LA somewhere cool like that and we had all these guests like come in and we could put them all on YouTube and do like videos that would be pretty cool um, but I'm kind of working within the parameters of, of what we have going on now, which was, you know, it's ghetto, but it is what it is. And I am who I am. Again, I am Todd. Um, I am a rollerblader. I am absolutely fucking obsessed with rollerblading, to be honest. I think about rollerblading all the fucking time and it's interesting because I'm 34 and I always thought that I would get to this age and you know think about other things like cutting down trees and um fixing up cars or uh you know things that 34 year old no it's rollerblading when I go to sleep at night I'm th- I'm mind skating in my head. I love I like I enjoy mind skating. It calms me down. But like I'm I'm thinking about skating all the time. Um, I recently started skating on my lunch hours, and I usually skate. I'll skate probably like three or four times a week on my lunch hours, and. I I love it. I love going skating. And I'm always thinking about skating. Um, It is what it is. And sometimes I grapple with it. Sometimes I think, man, I should be putting my energy into other things. But, you know, lately I've come to accept that this is who I am. And I'm happy that I have something that I'm so into. And for better or for worse, for for better or for worse, for better or for worse, I'm obsessed with blading, and I don't think that's going to change, I just really don't, because I've gotten this far, and that hasn't changed, in fact, it's, it's grown more intense as I get older, so I'm just going to roll with it, I'm going to do the best that I can, Uh, I'm going to be the best rollerblader that I can be, and I'm going to be as physically fit as I possibly can so I can do this for as long as I can and that's what it is man that's what it is um I also started doing um these family sessions on YouTube with my family I have a daughter who is four years old, and I have a son who is ten months old, and I have a beautiful wife, and one night she, um, yeah, she, 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 for Father's Day, uh, she made, she had already made a uh, grind box for me a few years back for my birthday. On Father's Day, she surprised me with a 
a grind rail, like one of these uh, with a with triangular wooden uh, base. And it actually it looks like PVC. It's black, but it's actually metal. It's like a fence post. It slides really good. Uh, she made it for me, and my daughter decorated it, uh, painted it. Um, it's beautiful. Um, so she made that for me for Father's Day, and you may have may or may not have seen the edit that Joey and I did, where we uh, skated in my driveway on it, and then we hit the skate park. But that same weekend. On Sunday night, she was randomly like, hey, uh, if you want to go out and skate your box tonight, uh, you can. And so I was like, yeah, sure. And she started filming me skate, and she started filming Aubrey riding her scooter and biking and playing around with all the toys and everything. And then she, and I didn't really, <clears throat> I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know what she was f filming, um, but it, whatever, it was fun. And, and then she's like, yeah, you should put that together. And I was like, yeah. And I was thinking that I would put together an Instagram clip, but the edit ended up being longer than a minute. And I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to shorten it shorter than a minute. So I just ended up putting it on YouTube and then I was just thinking of a title, and I said, hey, I, I'm just going to call this uh, number one, family session number one, because it'd be cool to do more of these going forward. And since then, we've done five of them, um, and they're all in my driveway, and they're all just with the kids playing around and me doing some blading. And I'm really enjoying doing them. Um feels really awesome to include my family in what I enjoy doing. Like, I'm really, really happy about these edits and just that they have been happening. Um, I feel myself, like, noticeably happier since I started doing them, like, noticeably more excited and stoked on blading and yeah just filling me with this inspiration I think maybe the idea of including my family where maybe before I kind of thought of my family as being separate from rollerblading um, bringing those two worlds together has given me this this new energy and excitement and including uh, my wife. My wife is, uh, is really enjoying filming and being a part of my, uh, my passion and my, my hobby, uh, which I am happy about and including my kids. Um, I love fucking love my kids. And I f think they're just the cutest things in the world. So putting together my skating and my children is, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's, uh, wow. I, like, I, sometimes I, 
I'm, I, I'm my wife has asked this. She's like, I wonder if other people find this as as cool and as enjoyable to watch because we'll like watch the edits and we'll just talk about how awesome they are and we're like do other people enjoy this as much as we do like because obviously we're biased and we love the fucking shit out of those kids so like watching them do anything is just so interesting to us so i'm not sure if other people get the same level of enjoyment out of these edits but in a way it almost doesn't matter in a way just doing it for for myself and for uh for the whole experience of doing it that is like the um the most important part of it and if people enjoy it then that's a bonus that's great if they whatever you know it really doesn't even matter the I'm excited to continue to do them into the future. And the interesting thing about them is that children change so quickly. Like you you can know people you as an adult, you can you can know someone for a decade and pretty much they say stay the same. They stay the same person the whole time. They may change a little bit their personality, they may get smarter, they might you know, gain experience, but their bodies aren't growing. They're not learning new words. They're not like, like kids change so quickly, like over the course of four or five years, a, a baby will go from not being able to walk, not being able to talk, not being like, not being able to hold their head up. They'll turn into like this little functioning person. So the idea of doing like a series over whatever, like 5, 10, 15, 20 years is exciting to me because the subjects will change so drastically and being able to see that progression over the course of the series is exciting to me. Like how cool would it be if eventually Declan was skating in the edits with me or who knows, he might be skateboarding or scootering or using a device that isn't even yet invented. Um, and I don't, I don't even care. I mean, it would be cool if he rollerbladed or if Aubrey rollerbladed. But really, I just want them to do what, uh, what is enjoyable for them and, and what brings them the same level of enjoyment as I've found in skating. If, if they can find that, if they can find that in anything, that would be incredible to me. I would be, I would be so excited to see them ripping on, <laughs> on whatever device they choose, you know, and, uh, just to, or even, you know, it'd be, yeah, even if even if they were really into hockey or baseball or something, that would be cool too. But being able to share the experience with them, like going to a skate park or something with them, would obviously be the ideal experience. Then they could bring a whole new aspect to the to the family sessions. <laughs> Who knows? This is. Uh, 
who knows what'll happen in the future. Sometimes you get really, really excited about stuff and life changes and, and who knows, who knows where it'll go, but just dreaming. I'm doing some dreaming, looking into the future. And that would be pretty cool if they kept going. Hopefully they keep going. Um, cause obviously I'm pretty fucking stoked on them. Um, I'm really enjoying skating in these wish frames. Apparently that's how it's pronounced is wish, which doesn't make any sense to me because it's O-Y-S-I. Maybe that's a language that I don't know, which is most likely the case. If someone wants to inform me, maybe what's, what's the guy's name that runs wish frames? Uh, whatever. It's not important. Maybe he could tell me, but they are incredible. They are a frame that allows a max wheel size of 72 mil, 72 mil on the outside, and then a smaller wheel on the inside. And this, I believe, is because of UFS, uh, and because of you can't move the bolt on the UFS, so it forces you, um, if you're using a, if you're going for a wheel size that big, it, um, he wants a big split in the middle, so... I'm obviously not a skate nerd, and I'm not very good at talking about skate technology, but this frame is really exciting because basically it allows you to have big wheels, but a really big um, grinding surface in the middle. And the the frame is shaped in a way that it it really protects you from wheel bite when you're grinding. So it pretty much feels like a freestyle frame for grinds, but a big wheel frame for rolling not quite a big wheel frame i mean it still is only 72 mil i guess big wheel now is more like 80 90 100 but it's a bigger wheel i mean 72 is bigger than a normal aggressive frame so it's a really nice mix of the two worlds um it's a frame that feels incredible for rolling and incredible for grinds like you don't stick which is incredible for someone who's been skating flat for many years um and it it's even better than a Celtic frame or a, a big block uh, K2 frame, which I really enjoyed skating in the past, because because again because of the shape of the of the grinding surface, it almost mimics like a like a freestyle shape with with these bump outs that really protect the middle wheels again from the wheel bite, which is incredible. And it's a good material. They're solid. They're fast. I'm loving them. So this is like a free plug for Wish Frames. No affiliation. Not getting any money for this. I'm just, I'm being honest, folks. I'm excited about this frame. And I want you to try it. That's all. It's a good piece of technology. Um, it's exciting. And it's exciting to know, to it's exciting that uh, rollerblading technology is getting better. We're slowly making progress. And by the time little D is on blades, knock, knock, the tech will be at a place where I'm going to be really jealous of it. And no, I'm not going to be jealous of it because you know what? I'm going to be fucking ripping it because... That's how it's going to go down, okay? Um, but it's going to be... 
we're moving forward. I'm feeling good about the future of rollerblading technology. Okay? I'm feeling really good about it. Um, this, uh, the winter, okay, I'm going to switch gears here, moving backwards in time to fall of 2017, fall of this year. Joey and I, we got a, we got a pro wheel with undercover. <laughs> kind of a pro wheel. I guess a pro wheel would be like your name on a wheel, but this is like a mushroom blading on a wheel. That's interesting. Uh, but anyway, I designed the wheel and J Joey is really smart with skate technology. So he helped, um, decide the profile and, and, um, yeah, the profile, the hardness, the, the, the size. Um, the wheel turned out really good, really good. Um, I was previously skating some, the previous version of undercover wheels, like the yellow ones, whatever they were. And those wheels were good, but I found them a little bit sticky. And the mushroom blading wheel was the same size, um, and it felt noticeably better I believe because it was a little bit softer um, slides felt really good they didn't feel as sticky when I say sticky I just mean like uh, like not as maneuverable I guess um, not as swivelly like the new ones felt swivelly like they slid in good in good ways like not that I'm doing a lot of wheel slides but I just mean just turning and kind of shifting my weight it felt really fluid um so i was really excited about these wheel this wheel and joey and i were gonna film a promotional edit for the wheel we were gonna do this at the kamloops uh skate park this is a place where we film a lot of shit because it's a really good skate park it's in our hometown of kamloops and um we were really excited about this edit. We were really excited excited about this wheel. We were both skating really well. It was fall, so we had all the um, all the skating, all the momentum of summer behind us, and a lot of trick ideas. And I had a massive list of tricks that I wanted to do at the skate park. Really ambitious, um, really creative stuff. Uh, I was really excited about my trick list. Joey sent me a song that he was really uh, stoked on for the edit. It was a really good track. I was listening to it all the time, getting super pumped for this session. We kind of had it penciled in, so this was kind of like a couple weeks of me like obsessing about this, uh, this day that we were going to film this uh, session. We were going to I was going to do fucking 30 tricks in one day. It was going to be awesome. I had this list. I had this song playing in my head. I was just pumped, right? And so we went to the skate park early in the morning. We went at like, I don't know, like five in the morning, got our big fucking coffees and started skating around the park. It felt so good to, the wheel felt incredible my body felt incredible. My mom, I was pumped, you know, I felt great. It was going to happen. I was going to kill it. 
And on that day, it was fall. Um, it was a little bit colder. Um, there was a lot of goose shit all over the skate park. And I don't know if that's like a seasonal thing. Maybe like because the, the geese were my, I don't, I don't know. They were migrating or shitting all over the, up the park. I don't know. But on that day, it was kind of cold, a little bit damp. It had that like, it was early morning, right? So the park, it wasn't wet, but there were some damp parts and there was a lot of goose shit everywhere. Um, but, but I still felt good. I felt great was going to kill it. Had this the song that Joey had sent me, you know, playing in my head and I was pumped. And did a few tricks, felt incredible. You know those days my outfit felt incredible. I had these new sweatpants that were just like they felt really crispy. They were really baggy but like tight um around the skate, like around the bottom, but they were really big around the crotch and the ass and I just you know you wear certain clothes and you just feel really good about yourself, you know? You feel fashionable and comfortable and everything just felt good that, that morning, you know? Um, first few tricks felt great and I remember thinking, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just do one quick straight launch over the long box. I call it the long box because it's like a really long uh, table, a tabletop with a really long flat uh, that you need a lot of speed to clear. You know, it's long. Uh, so in my head, I was like, okay, I'll do a, a quick tester, just warming up. I'll just straight gap it before I do. I was going to do, I can't remember, but I was, I was going to like 540 it. And then right afterwards, there's a launch. So I was going to do a line where I did like a 540 and then something as my first, you know, big trick, I was going to start off, you know, start off the session, start off right. And I, I've, I've done this hundreds of times, for sure hundreds, maybe thousands, like I've, because I've skated this park so much, and I've, launching this box is something I do all the time, and I launched it, like, full speed, I did an abstract, and abstract is when you cross your legs, and when I was like uncrossing them to obviously to to do the landing, my wheels, like my <clears throat> my front wheel on my right foot kind of got stuck against my back left wheel when I was uncrossing my legs. And I it didn't completely stuck, but it kind of just it stuck enough that that I had to quickly push my legs apart um, to get them. Obviously, I wanted to land with my feet parallel to each other. I wanted to uncross them to land. And the, the sticking of those of my wheels together made it so I had to like quickly push my feet to parallel. And I was pushing my feet apart as my feet connected with the ground and I fell in a way that I like I tore something or pulled something in my knee and I also suspect that when I when my feet landed my wheel went directly into some goose shit which um obviously made it slide made that skate slide out and made my foot 
and my knee kind of tweak and tear apart. It, it wasn't it wasn't like I felt like an ACL ACL tear or anything, but it was just like a feeling of like, oh, the, I can't skate today. Whatever, like, this happened, I was just lying there, couldn't get up for a little bit, and I was like, yeah, that feeling like, yeah, I'm done. That's it. Fuck, you know? All that excitement, all that buildup, all that obsessing for me lying on the ground. <laughs> in in some pain not not a crazy amount of pain more psychological pain of like being disappointed that i just knew in that moment that i wasn't going to be able to fulfill all the ambitious tricks i had written down on my list and that my day was pretty much over and you know fuck that, that happens but i was very disappointed and uh so took my skates off I said, I can, I can film you if you want, Joey. But he's like, nah, whatever. It's, it's done. Let's go home. He skated a little bit. Um, I was able to walk. It wasn't like I was taken off in a stretcher. It wasn't really that bad. But I tweaked my knee, and, and that was that. Went home, iced it. And I w- was off for about three months. Uh, couldn't. I couldn't, like, sit on my knee, like, with my heels to my bum. Like, I couldn't do that fully for a good long time. It was maybe, like, like all solid all winter into spring. It took a lot longer than I expected to heal from this. And I did actually go to a, a physiotherapist who uh, said that everything was fine, like ACL, MCL, everything was stable. But I had just aggravated something in my knee that you know it takes some time to heal but I was very very happy that I didn't have to get surgery because I have had a ACL surgery in the past and that's no fun that's a really long recovery uh, I couldn't skate for eight months after I had a ACL surgery that's a scary thought going through that. I just like to put on the things and fuck around and it would be devastating to me to go through a lengthy uh, injury like that again. Um, so thankfully it was pretty quick and, and come spring I started skating again and it felt really good. Sometimes it would it was still kind of weak and my balance was a little off but I really can't complain and now it feels a hundred percent I feel great so I'm really happy but I'm still a little bit disappointed that we never got to make that uh promo edit and to be completely honest since that happened I have felt a little bit sketchy about big wheels like uh the size of wheel like I was on a Sorry, the the MB wheel was a hundred. I may have said that it was a ninety, but wait, no, no, no. What? I'm so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hundred mil. Jesus Christ, crazy. I was on a hundred mil inline rollerblading wheel. Yeah, um, and skating that size of wheel, I've been a little bit sketchy, uh, weary, just psychologically, like thinking, like. I keep replaying the uncrossing of my feet when I did that abstract and feeling that stick. That was scary. That freaked me out. And I don't, 
um, that would only happen with big wheels. That really, I don't think that's even possible with like a 60 mil or even a 70 mil wheel. So that freaked me out a little bit. And I have been skating mostly small wheels. And I know I'm contradicting myself. I'm calling 70 mil small wheels smaller, much a little bit much smaller in comparison to the 100 mil. It's a 30 mil difference. That is a large. Um, actually, 30 mil isn't really that much, but in roll bedding wheel terms, it is quite a big difference. So I haven't really been skating much of like the 90, 100 mil wheels because I'm a little bit sketched out. But I still think that uh, there's a lot of power in that wheel size, and I will get back to that. I will overcome this mental hurdle that I have with the big wheels. Um, but I've just really been enjoying the wish frames, really been enjoying uh, doing grinds and being an aggressive inline skater on my little wheels has felt good to me. So that's what I've been doing for the most part. Um, yeah. How long have I been talking? 33 minutes, you know. That's a decent length for a solo podcast. And I feel like I've said all the things that I wanted to say and more, you know. And this has been fun, an interesting experience to talk to myself while the children and the and the woman sleep in their beds while warm and, and tucked in dreaming of family sessions and popsicles and yogurt whatever a four year old dreams about frozen Paw Patrol um, maybe Coraline Well, thank you so much if you're listening. I did put down the gun, by the way. I'm not holding it anymore. I feel good about my choice to put down the gun. Uh, it, it was a silly idea to think that I had to be holding a plastic gun to feel confident in myself. I don't need you, okay? I don't need you. I don't need to hold anything. I can just be comfortable with who I am, okay? Let's have a sip of water. I'm Todd McInerney. This is the How to Be Unpopular podcast. And keep blading.